At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. It's football season, and the GM Shuffle podcast is a must listen for every football fan. Hear former NFL executive Michael Lombardi give his unfiltered opinion on players, teams, and coaching decisions every Monday and Thursday all throughout the football season. Download and subscribe to the GM Shuffle podcast from VSIN and DraftKings today, wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back in to Follow the Money. Mike Palm here filling in for Mitch Moss with Paul Howard, and it's that time of the week. The great one, Michael Lombardi, joins us. Michael, how are you this morning? I'm good, Mr. Palm. How are you, Paulie? Hello. How are Hello, you sir. Today, guys? I want to talk to you, Michael, about the middle eight. You speak about the importance of winning the middle eight. Yesterday... The Bears won, if you call it the middle 10, 17 to nothing in Dallas and still lost the game by 20. My question to you, Michael, are the Cowboys the second best team in the NFC? You know, they did that without Zeke. Pollard well played well and they turned the ball over. I mean, the Bears were one dimensional and you knew that was going to kind of happen. But I agree. I, I think defensively they can match up to Philly. I mean, they played them well until you know, with, with Cooper Rush at quarterback. So I, I would tend to agree with you. Look, San Francisco mm-hmm. got back on track in the second half yesterday. Without Debo Samuel, their offense still looked really effective with McCaffrey blending in. So I would say it's close between San Francisco and Dallas for the second spot in the NFC. What do we do with Minnesota? And what do you make of them when they went to Philly on Monday night? It didn't go well, but they've won five in a row all by one score. 
I mean, look, that was a game. I was on Arizona in that game. Probably shouldn't have been. But, you know, Arizona has no one to blame but themselves. Yeah. They have 29 plays in the fourth quarter. Uh, they get nine first downs, but they turn the ball over three times in the fourth quarter, twice on interceptions and once on downs. I mean, and Minnesota in the fourth quarter, which is where the game was tipped, where games are won, they had 13 plays, they got two first downs, and they punted the ball three times in the fourth quarter, and yet they found a way to win. I mean, they're fortunate. They really are. They're fortunate. My model uh, on my power rankings had Minnesota winning by six. I went against it because I mm-hmm. thought my numbers were wrong on Minnesota, and they end up being right. You know, I don't understand why they get away from the run. Uh, Mike said it earlier. I mean, Cook is gashing them, but then they just become pass happy, and that's when they got in some problems too. But the rushing attack, yeah. rushing attack was great, but they go away from it too much, in my opinion. What say you? Yeah, I agree. I mean, they, they're searching. They only had three explosive plays in the game, plays over 20 yards. All of them were passes. And I think coaches get bored with, you know, no one gets bored more with a, with a long run than Doug Peterson. I mean, he can't wait. Oh. You know, he can run it. He can run it for 40, and then he can't wait to get back to a five-yard pass. I mean, he just can't wait to get back to it. So <laughs> I think a lot of it's boredom. I mean, I think a yeah. lot of it's boredom. What, so, so what did you see in the London game? Again, with Peterson not taking points time and time again. Short field goals came back to bite him week one. They're running all over Denver. Lawrence again with another horrible interception in the red zone. What'd you make of the Jacksonville loss? I mean, just horrible clock management, red zone. I mean, we know this guy has turned the ball over. I mean, once you saw him turn it over in Houston in the red zone, and you know, on sprint right option, he come back to it again. Uh, you know, they had ample opportunities. They got four, 18 plays in the fourth quarter, right? And, and they can't come back and convert. And, and they have no middle-of-the-field passing game. I mean, it's either screens, it's either take a shot, or, or they're going to, you know, they really don't have any rhythm in their passing game. And I think a lot of it is that, that problem. And they turn the ball over too much. And defensively, I mean, they played really well. You know, the Denver had 11 drives in the game. They punted seven times and turned the ball over twice. But they made yeah. hay on three drives in the game. They had three drives in the game. And basically, the, they won the fourth quarter. They had 17 plays yeah. in the fourth quarter. They got five first downs, and they scored to win the game. So credit Denver for having the, the ability to come back and win the game. But this Jacksonville team, if Mike Vrabel decided to coach Jacksonville instead of Tennessee, Jacksonville is the best team in the South. They're not going to win the South because they give too many games away. Great point. I mean, there was an all-by-the-way touchdown by the Texans. Who, who's, who, wins yeah. a game? who wins a game by double digits in the NFL and your quarterback throws for 50 yards? Or how about when you call 45 run plays? You got 45 runs in the game. You called 45 runs, and you know they're going to run the ball. And you've got 12 first downs running the football. I mean, think about that. I mean, you know what they're going to do. It's the old Bo Sha- Excuse me, they got 13 first downs on running. It's, it's like old Bo Schembecker. You know, they know they're going to snap it on one. Who cares? We'll still get yards. That's what they yeah. did. Yeah, this Houston offense is really bad. I mean, it gets the Pep Hamilton scheme and Davis Mills hasn't really blossomed. They can't get anything going. They're two for 14 on third down in the game. I mean, I liked Houston yesterday because I thought Malik Willis would do what Malik Willis did. Turn the ball over, try to run around a little bit. But at the end of the day, you know, Houston was worse than they were. How about some of these young quarterbacks? We already uh, we we spoke about Lawrence uh, and tied with Stafford last year. Interceptions led the league, continues to throw interceptions. I don't know what Wilson's doing. I mean, some of those throws. That I think it was this. I, I'm getting lost now. The second interception on the sideline, and and then they won the game, and, and Belichick passes Hallis.
But Mac Jones struggled again, and they're just, I'm going to run it three times and, and send folk out there to kick the field goal, and that's going to do it. I'm going to win the game. Paulie, they had they had they got six points and on on and on drives where they didn't get a first down. That just tells you what they did. They returned a punt. You know, they won the game in the kicking game, and they got six points. I mean, it's the difference of the game, twenty-two seventeen. Now they scored that meaning they scored that touchdown to do the onside kick. But this is a game where I thought the Patriots played worse than they did against the Bears and found a wow. way to win the game. I mean, they they averaged three point eight yards per play. I mean, the Jets were at six point seven, but again, the Jets turned the ball over. You know, the Jets can't make critical plays. They give up the they give up points at the end of the half, so it's ten six at the end. Bill goes for it on fourth down uncharacteristically. Yes. Doesn't take the points. And then, of course the Jets answer right back and give them the ten six they go ten six. Mike, you talk about middle eight. Here it is, it's ten three. The Jets can't control the middle eight. By the time they get the ball back, they're down thirteen ten. Michael, we may never have known about Justin Herbert as early if the Chargers team doctor hadn't punctured Terod Taylor's lung. Are we looking at the same situation this year in Seattle? Drew Locke was the favorite to be the starter, but then he got COVID, and Geno Smith took the job. Is a lot of what happens in the NFL merely a factor of happenstance? It's serendipitous. You know, it's ser- you know, it's serendipitous. I think there's no doubt about it, Mike. I mean, look, a lot of times players get labeled, you know, and, you know, they some guys get on scholarship where they get all the rope to play, and some guys have no scholarship. And so, you know, Gino didn't play well early, but I thought his comments were interesting about Ben McAdoo and, and Jerry Reese. Both those two guys felt like he had the skill to play. You know, he's matured. He's mm-hmm. come back to play really well. He didn't play his best game yesterday. They were three for 13 on third down. And really, they didn't have the ball very much. I mean, at the end of the day, because they were so bad on third down, they only had the ball less than 27 minutes. But I think the untold secret about this Seattle team in the last three weeks now has been their defense. I mean, they held the Giants. Not that the Giants are some great team, but they held the Giants to 225 yards. They controlled that game with their defense. I mean, this was a game that I thought would be a little bit more offensive than it ended up being but it was a defensive struggle and, and credit Pete Carroll. I mean, we can make fun of Pete Carroll's game management and his unbelievable decisions to, to challenge things that don't look challengeable, <laughs> but yet he's got his team really playing well and, and playing to the point where the defense has gotten better. And look, I'm not sure they're the best team in the West, but they're better than Arizona because they're better coached than Arizona. Yep. And right now they're better than the Rams because the Rams, I don't care what they say, you know, Sean McVay is going to be more emotional. has nothing to do with emotion. It has everything to do with talent. And the Rams just aren't talented enough this year. All your years in the league and we watch all these games, I mean, what would you do if you were still running an organization? You see, there have been 20 fumbles lost on punt returns this season. There have been zero punt return touchdowns. It, it killed the Giants. It's happened in all these games. Well, I don't know. What, what do you could you put your finger on it? Why these guys can't feel the punt anymore? Well, I think you got to practice it more. You know, everybody thought when Rich Passacci went to Green Bay, they were going to get better than the special teams. Have they gotten better? You know, it's called practice. You got to practice the kicking game. And and once a guy messes up once, he's not going back again. It's called accountability. Like that's your own fault. You're either coaching it or allowing it to happen. You put that guy back there after he fumbles. I mean, you know, we lost home field advantage when I was in New England because Chris Harper, you know, we put him back there in kind of a snow-wind game with the great heist, Brock Hosweiler, and they beat us because he fumbled the ball. And we ended up having to go to Denver for a conference championship game and lost that game. We play that in New England, we win it. But, you know, those are the margins for error, and you can't, you can't let a guy cost you that game. 
Once he shows you yeah. he fumbles or even struggles to, somebody's got to be back there reliable to catch the ball, and you got to make sure you jam the gun, you, you jam the, the receivers so they don't come down on the field. Look, it, the problem with the league is not enough time's being spent in the kicking game. You know, not enough time's being spent because most of the head coaches they they just want they just want clean exchanges. I mean, they just can't. Matt Lafleur can't wait to start calling plays. Any opinion on the Monday night game? I mean, look, this is do or die for Cleveland. I mean, this sets up perfect. I yeah. mean, the Brown, the Bengals are going to be in eleven personnel the whole game without Chase in there, right? So you got Garrett, you got Clowney. These the the Bengals offensive line has not gotten any better from last year, believe it or not. And they can put pressure on Burrow. Now they won't have Ward, but they're going to have to be able to stop the explosive plays. I mean, that's where Cincinnati has been good this year. Last week, specifically against Atlanta, is explosive plays. If Cleveland doesn't allow them explosive plays and runs the ball like they did on them last year, I think Cleveland will cover the line. Great job, Michael. Thanks for coming on. We'll be watching later today. Thanks. Thanks, Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. (laughs) Be careful out there. Michael Lombardi, Lombardi line, former NFL executive. It's it's infuriating to watch. I mean, it's over and over and over in all these games. I mean, a lot of them were the guys inside his own 10, too, or at his 10. I'm I'm, I'm telling you. Unless the team's punting from the end zone, I wouldn't put a guy back there. Seattle got 10 points off those two drop fumbles. Yes, and the Giants did. got their touchdown off Seattle fumbled off the one-yard line. Yeah. I mean, so that, I mean, that score was really not indicative of, of the offenses not moving the ball really in that game. College football up next. Again, three huge games this Saturday. But tomorrow, we got the Maction, which is back. But the college football committee TV rankings will be released for the first time. Our top 10, what we think and what they think they'll do straight ahead. VEASAN, follow the money. The Sports Betting Network, Paulie Howard, Mike Paul. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, 
what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, Listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Get everything VSIN has to offer for the rest of the football season only $99. Sign up now, get VSIN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl. The Pro Picks, daily recap of the top plays made by every host and guest. The Pro Tools, exclusive betting splits. The Pro Tips, deep daily uh, di- deep dive daily betting reports on the NBA, NHL, and MLB playoffs. Give yourself an edge. Visit vsun.com slash subscribe. $99 midseason special today. vsun.com slash subscribe. Karnak the Magnificent in half an hour. I cannot wait Ooh. for that. I couldn't even wear my stupid costume today. I'm the uh, howling the howling wolf, but uh, you know the hell with it. Dressing up, but you look great, and I'm uh, excited for this segment coming up. That you're going to do in half an hour, and you can tell tell the story behind the uh, the get up as well. <laughs> which uh, the, do you still sell those T-shirts in the gift shop? Yeah, the Palm Readers, yeah. they're awesome. Yeah, those are excellent. They, All right, they found right. a couple boxes of them when uh, they were they were clearing out a storage area that they were repurposing. So yeah, they're back in circulation. <laughs> All right, great. Love those T-shirts. eighty uh, has got to get those in the store. Uh, those are fantastic. Okay, tomorrow we have the top 10 rankings, or at least the committee rankings, top 25 rather, of what's going to happen in college football. What do, you, what do you think, and what do you think the committee's going to do coming up in great timing as Tennessee takes on Georgia and also uh, Clemson and Notre Dame coming up? So here's the latest AP top 25 poll. Georgia, Tennessee, and Ohio State tied at number two. Does that surprise you? Both with fifteen hundred points, mm-hmm. and I, I, I don't know that you can make an argument either way. There, Ohio State gets a road win at Penn State, and Tennessee. I mean, Kentucky scored to make that game seven six, and then they scored the last thirty seven. Right, right. I mean, they're, they're, let's not underrate their defense. Absolutely, they're, they're fast. I mean, I keep hearing about letdown, letdown, letdown. It hasn't happened. Tennessee they Martin. They said, everybody. "Well, Tennessee Martin take thirty eight right. and a half. They uh-huh. were fifty two seven at half after they beat Alabama." Right. Uh, yeah, and then and then Michigan fourth. Uh, the no surprise there. The the next order is I think what's up for debate. Yeah, Clemson five, Alabama six, TCU seven. Clemson and Alabama and TCU obviously 
uh, undefeated. Then Oregon, USC, UCLA. So you come 8-9-10, 3-1-loss Pac-12 teams. Big problem for Oregon, though. They lose by a million to Georgia to open the year. Yes, it, yes. Tough for the whole conference as well, yep. especially if they run the table. <laughs> And they lost to an SEC I, school by 45. I, I know. I, that, I Sure. I know. How the, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's how you have to look. How about Illinois at 14? What a job this is. They win again. I debated I debated putting them in my top 10. I, I mean, wow. they go to Nebraska. They only give up nine. Right. Paulie, they're averaging giving up 9.1 points a game this year. Now, they have an interesting date. They have to play Purdue still. And then mm-hmm. the second to last, they have to go to Michigan. Michigan right. Yeah. But they right. win there. They're in the discussion. Okay. But you got to beat Michigan and Ohio State, right. obviously. G- give, me, give me Mike Palm's top 10. All right, I have Georgia number one, and not because I think their resume is number one, but I think if you're defending national champion and you're undefeated, you should be number one. You should start the year number one. You should stay number one. Good debate here, but Tennessee's yeah. resume is the best in the country. Yeah, that's why but, I'd have them number but, one. Yeah, but, I, if, yeah, if I did, but Georgia's the defending champ. Yeah. Okay. They win at LSU. They dominate. They control the game at LSU on top of the fact they beat Alabama and had control of that Alabama game for about 52 minutes as well. They had that turnover where Alabama briefly got the lead. Uh, Ohio State 3 almost covered miraculously. Oh, at, what what a beat me. that would have been. Oh, my God. Did I you have I, Penn State? Yes, I did. I know humans. That was his best bet, yeah. I think. I didn't think they were going to win the game. No, they're down in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Down with eight minutes left, and then they're covering with two minutes to go. Michigan 4. They haven't played much of a schedule, but they did beat Penn State uh, very convincingly. Mm-hmm. I have TCU 5. I think TCU's resume is better than Clemson. Because that win over Kansas State, even though the quarterback got hurt, looks very impressive after Kansas State goes 48 nothing on Gundy. They beat Oklahoma, scored a million points against Oklahoma. Can they continue it? But right now I have them five. Clemson six. The ACC is really down. They get a test here to see if they can, they can win at South Bend. You know, those games have been good in that rivalry outside of the playoff game. Alabama's got a loss. You have to have them seven behind the undefeateds. Mm-hmm. Oregon, very impressive what Oregon's done. But that first game of the year will haunt them. I think UCLA is very good. I think Oregon plays UCLA in the Pac-12 championship game in a rematch. Tough. I, I a little bit excused the loss by UCLA. That was cold and raining, and Outson's a tough place to play. Then I got Old Miss 10, playing in the SEC. That's tough competition every week. I know they lost by a ton of points uh, to LSU. We have a lot of the same here. So um, I'm going to go Tennessee number one mm. based on the resume beating Alabama uh, and taking out Kentucky as well. Uh, Georgia, number two. I have Ohio State, number three. Michigan, number four. This is it's where it's difficult. Well, I, everybody, I everybody agrees those are the top four. Now, yeah. where does the committee go after this? Yeah. Where do you go fifth? I go TCU, five. I, very good. Right. I have Clemson, six. I'm with you based on the depth of the Big 12 mm-hmm. and the gauntlet that TCU had to go through. And I know they caught a break with Kansas State with the injuries, but still, it's very impressive what TCU's been able to do here. How, I have Cle- how, how about your boy? Matt Campbell, 0-5 at the bottom of the Big 12. <laughs> it's got to be again. It doesn't make it, right? It's, he's like David Shaw. Remember, the Shaw yeah. stuff was like, oh, he can take an NFL yeah. job if he wants to. Who would hire these guys? Yeah. And every every time there's an opening, go get Campbell, go get Campbell. Look at the Bears tweet, Chris Felica again. When that point spread is in the three to three and a half, oh, he's, horrendous. he's horrendous. How many Campbell. times have we lost? Remember that game at Baylor a couple years ago yeah. that we lost with them? Yeah. Sick. It's sick. He's he's brutal. I, I go Clemson six. Uh, again, the ACC down. Uh, it's the, but again, but I have to have them ahead of Alabama. Not only did Bama lose, they could have some other losses as well. I mean, their life and death at home is a twenty-four point favorite to beat A and M, and they should have lost to Texas. 
They caught every break in that game. Injury to Ewers. You had the, the missed face mask, the, the mm-hmm. horrendous call in the end zone, and then the, the non-hold call that allowed uh, the long run to set up the game-winning field goal. Now, here's where we disagree. I have USC 8. Who have they beaten? Yeah, but they, but the loss was on the road on a two-point conversion. But they haven't still haven't beaten anyone, Paul. They're out of conference schedule really weak, and they really haven't played anybody but Utah in conference. Who do you think's favored in that game in the Rose Bowl? You think UCLA is a small favorite or USC? Uh, it's a, USC is six. Really? What do you think? I'll take the points. Yep, USC is six mm-hmm. in that game. High-scoring right. game it'll be. Yep. I have USC eight, brand-name bias. I think the committee will have them in that mm-hmm. range. I have Oregon nine and UCLA ten. I can't get there with Old Miss after getting pummeled in LSU, and then they, they won, but uh, it was a, a, tight, a tough game, tight game against A&M. Uh, they go over their win total, by the way, too, with that win Saturday. But you're right, that's going to be the conundrum moving forward if Oregon's 12-1. and one. Now, I guess if Clemson runs the table and, and Ohio State runs the table, they're not going to have much. But w- what do you do with 12-1 and one Oregon? Because you're right, they would come in on a 12-game winning streak, but they lost by 40-plus points in a, in a game to start the season. Let me ask you this, and the question will be tomorrow, where do they put Alabama? Do they put Alabama yeah. ahead of the undefeated TCU and Clemson? They can't. They can't. They've, they've well... Gary Patterson never got a break with TC. I, I, I know, they, I know. They'd be fourth and win and drop to sixth and be out of, you know what I mean, to be out of the playoff. Um, but how about this? Clemson runs the table. They're an undefeated Power 5 champ. TCU runs the table. Okay. They're an undefeated Power 5 champ. Ohio State or Michigan are an undefeated Power 5 champ. Does that mean only one SEC team will get in this year if that, all those things happen? Hard to believe. Ohio State. Whoever wins the SEC, t- well, what if Tennessee loses by three points Saturday? I mean, this is really and, and then Georgia beats Alabama. Yeah, you have to pray that whoever loses that the winner beats Alabama, so that Alabama had, can't make it because Alabama right. would be a, would be a champion. They're getting in with one loss if you win the SEC. They're getting in. Yeah, but uh, who's to say right. they don't lose again? Right. This, this is no layup at LSU. It's fourteen, mm-hmm. but uh, we'll see. What do you think they'll do? I, I think they're going to have, because uh, I think they'll have them one and two because they play each other Saturday. And it's great for TV, and it just pumps up that game even more. Sure, it'll be Georgia 1, Tennessee okay. 2. And then I think Alabama, Clemson 5, Alabama 6, TCU 7. It's my prediction that the committee. You think they'll have Alabama ahead of TCU? I do. Oh, God. I do. How they've struggled in so many games. Yeah, they'll, they'll say the quarterback got hurt and... And Oklahoma State was up two scores in the fourth quarter. And, you know, they only beat SMU by eight, all of that stuff. Or, yeah, Oregon feels about right. We have, where we both I'm have, impressed yeah. by Oregon. Both yeah. Knicks. Yeah, a heck absolutely. Of a year. He's been really great. played really, really well. Yeah, he's been great. So. I'd have Bo Nix in the Heisman conversation. Yeah. I, 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 know, I know he's not, but I'd have him in the top five, I think. Um, Hooker now even money in a lot of spots. What do you think of Ohio State ten and a half at home against Michigan? <sighs> Michigan's defense is awful good. Ohio State might struggle to put points up in that game, and and Michigan, mm-hmm. you know that Michigan for the first time in school history has not punted in two consecutive games. Is that what it they is? They did not punt against wow. Penn State and did not punt against Michigan State. Yeah. The more you watch this stuff, it's just crazy yeah. stats and crazy. Like Arizona hasn't won in Minnesota since nineteen seventy seven. The Steelers never win in Philly. That goes back to what the, mm. I think the late '70s as well. Uh, that Michigan. How about the brawl? What a what a fiasco guys there! Suspended. Yeah, assaulted. Harbaugh said, "Wildy, ugly." That's what they do at that Michigan. Yeah. 
Good, the bad, the ugly coming up next. We'll stay with the uh, the college football theme as well. How about a coach that now falls to 2-20 and 20 against top 10 teams? Good, the bad, the ugly. Recap a great Sunday in the NFL and a survivor update. And Karnak the Magnificent in 15 minutes. Peace and fall the money. Paulie Howard, Mike Palm, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Welcome back. Happy Halloween. Get in on foot, football action this season with Hulu Plus Live TV football extravaganza. Compete free for a share of 55000 in two ways. Predict what will happen in three college football pools. Then make your picks for eight fantasy NFL contests. Head to DraftKings.com slash Hulu NFL now to play for free. Hulu Plus Live TV, live cable only better. DraftKings.com for details. The good. Pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. The bad. I've had it with this dump. Got no food. Got no jobs. Our pets heads are falling off. And the ugly. First of all, that's horrible. Oh, that was the worst piece of crap I've ever seen. All right. Well, when he's healthy, Miami wins every game, and they come from behind win to beat Detroit on the road. My good Dolphins and Tua. He was great in the come from behind win. And Hill was a beast as well. And again, take a look at the schedule. At Chicago, they play Houston. It's back loaded, but Miami could be eight and three, which is huge if you played the win total over and the plus money to make the playoffs. They're cooking now if they can get to eight and three and take care of the Bears coming up. Pollard, 130 yards rushing and three touchdowns. Good discussion we had watching the games yesterday about what would you get now, not he's not available, but what would you give up for Pollard? I mean, this guy is phenomenal. He doesn't give enough touches. And again, Kellen Moore, stop throwing the ball. The silly interception that got the Bears back in the game. Run the ball, stay committed to the run, Kellen Moore. He did it earlier in the year with Cooper Rush when they're up double digits against Washington. He kept throwing the ball. Bears had a hard time forcing a third down. You yeah. know what I mean? You didn't need to throw yeah. on first down. Yeah. Jimbo is three and five. <laughs> Kiffin is 8-1. and one. You can talk about what happened in the, during the summer in a second. But the 180 done by Lane Kiffin continues to amaze me, and good for him. I mean, he was seen as a bozo and kind of like a joke when he was with the Raiders and he was trying 70-yard field goals with Janikowski. And then, it, and then what happened at USC, firing him on the tarmac, and he doesn't know anything about offense, and they couldn't move the ball and run in a 1970 style, and they couldn't wait to get him. And then he, Nick Saban was laughed and mocked for hiring him and he's the offensive coordinator, and now he's this offensive genius and guru, and they win again, and the guy's 8-1 and one after what he did last season at Old Miss. What a turnaround by Kiffin. The greatest resurrection since Michael Vick, of course, yeah. to me. I mean, you're, you're right. Tennessee, USC, the Raiders. Florida was, Atlantic. I thought he was going to be out of Florida football. Was, out yeah, of football right, now. Right, right. It's like no one would tell. Okay, I'll try. I did a great job at Alabama, but it's like, okay, they have an embarrassment of riches and talent. Anyone can be the OC there. He goes to Florida Atlantic and won, won bowl games, won the conference title, and the job he's done at Old Miss as well. So uh, my, my bad is Jimbo, my good's Kiffin, but also my bad. James Franklin. I mean, when they – there were plenty of Penn State fans when there were rumors. That's another guy, too, along with Campbell. Remember, it was, oh, Franklin could take this job. But there were Penn State fans that wanted him to leave. 
and they gave him over $70 million. He is now 2-20 against AP top 10 teams. Win some of these games. Come on. 2-20? Mitch was texting us from Washington, D.C. about his, his decisions in that game. Going for it, passing the field goals. Yeah. I mean, they could have been up more than they were right. in that spot when they, when they yeah. took the lead. Well, they had some curious moves, too. Like, there's no difference between being up 12 and 13. Zero. Go, go for two. But what? what? I, I don't get it. Twice they were going to go for two. They got a false start. And then they didn't go for two. It's the seven-yard line. Right. If you wanted to go What's for two because you needed that point. Right. Ugly. Raiders. You said it's the worst performance of the year. I can't, I can't argue. I mean, to come in flat and look like that. I know I mentioned midweek about the flu bug with the Raiders. But 73 yards at halftime? Didn't run a play in Saints territory until two minutes? What the hell was that? I, you know, uh, McDaniel said that we were always in first and 20. I went back and we only had six penalties. I mean, they weren't always in first and 20. But they just, you know, every time you looked up, they were punting. They ran the fake punt. That oh, got, that was terrible. But they got stopped and they oh. had a chop block. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. How about that exact? That was terrible. But again, how bad the Saints have been on defense this year. And what we just watched in the Thursday night game, I know there were two pick sixes, but they get shut out by the Saints. Well, he got the dreaded vote of confidence last week. Keep an eye on this. Again, Lions and Dan Campbell. They have 27 points in the first half, and Goff had 264 yards. Shut out in the second half, and they lose again. He has four wins in his tenure with Detroit. I never, I, I didn't understand it for a second. All the Detroit money all over the place with the win total over. I never, I couldn't believe it. Paulie, first half, Lions touchdown, 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 field goal, field goal. Second half, punt, punt, downs. They only had three possessions in the second half. Yeah. And the Jags and Peterson. How the hell did he win a Super Bowl? <laughs> Number one scoring margin in the first and third quarters. Second worst in the second and fourth quarters. And the Lawrence turnovers continue to happen. Shaky play calling, questionable decisions. Michael Lombardi's right. You, you, just, you can't wait to call the next pass. Meanwhile, NTN's going for a buck fifty against a good Denver defense. And the interception by Lawrence at the you know, at the two yard line. You can't throw that. And that's also my my ugly. Between these the top two picks in the draft, Lawrence mistakes every game. He's actually regressed. And, and Zach Wilson, what do we do with Zach Wilson? Three interceptions. I, I still don't know where he's throwing the ball on the one on the sideline. What do you throw it out of bounds? What are you doing? And they, it, it's just, it's even elite quarterbacks can do this, like Josh Allen last night. Throw it into the stance. Don't try to throw it at the ground. I think it was Alexander made an incredible play uh, when they were inside the tent. But the, I don't, Zach Wilson is terrible. I don't know. They were winning games play, facing third string yeah. quarterbacks. Uh, in, in special teams in, in Hall, who is now out for the year with the running game. He's awful. He really didn't do anything in Denver at all. And then he followed it up. No, with they it. won 16 oh, to 9. He's a little guy. He's not yeah, a he big is. guy. I, when he rolls on, I say, there's little Zach. You know, that's I do. The other thing about this, Peter, what that play call, what Lombardi said, that, that sprint right. They had just got the pass interference on Sertain to put the ball on the one. Yeah. They, they couldn't run ATN once or twice. Lawrence is a big, tall quarterback. He can't lean forward for a yard? I, I don't get that. Did you see the Heineke play? Yeah. How good is that? It's very good. And then Buffalo did yeah. it with just uh, Davis pushing yeah. Allen? That can't, you can't you, lose. You can't stop it. that push. You can't stop the Bush push. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. Leinart Bush. And the other Jags have lost 10 straight. 
one-score games as well. There it is, good, the bad, the ugly. Plenty of it this weekend. And what a, what a Sunday in the NFL again. The, the bomb touchdown pass to Moore, penalty taking his helmet off, Pinheiro misses the extra point, the interception by Mariota, he misses the 30-yard field goal, and then again if Survivor. And I know someone will get check back in a month because the person who, who splits the $6 million or wins it, I guarantee Atlanta? someone's going to have Atlanta. And they had no business doing that again. And I can't believe nine of the 12 nine. people, mm-hmm. nine of the 12 people that had Atlanta available here in Survivor only had them on one entry. And nine said, okay, I'm, I'm going to war with Atlanta. <laughs> with all the injuries. Right. And then remember, you as you point out, you, you, get this, you have to drill this point home. You have to win the game. I mean, worst case there, again, it's just like the guy who used all six on the Chargers a couple weeks ago. They are punting in overtime with four <laughs> minutes. You still have to win the game. You're thinking, okay, well, you're going to tie, and you're still going to be knocked out. So 12 people living right that had Atlanta and Survivor. God bless them. Yeah. Also, to tie this in, the Thanksgiving Day games. I mentioned the Bills are 10 in Detroit. That's got to be higher now. That was going into Sunday. Dallas, six at home against the Giants. Vikings, three at home against the Patriots. And now Christmas also its own week. If we, I don't think we get there. But Green Bay won in Miami. It, no won't way. Be no shot. No chance. Mm-mm. No chance. Green Bay was one at William Hill. Rams three and a half at home against Denver. How many people have the Rams left, but they also do you want to use them? Tampa Bay two against Arizona. And the Monday night game, which you also can use, Colts Chargers pick. In Indy, Ellinger probably for the Colts. Yeah. I mean, out of that lineup, you might look at the Chargers. (laughs) Yeah. If you have to save the Chargers there, or what you have to hope. I mean, what are we going to be down to at Christmas? Less than 30? Who knows if we're there, but uh, can you save two oppo there? I think that's where you get the oppos to get through. Because maybe what we did last year, we had like eight, went from 16 to eight on Christmas. Was what happened last yeah. year. And there's still a gentleman six. with all six left. Mm-hmm. And he went three on Dallas and three on Miami, which was risky, too, uh, with Miami road team. But they get there with the comeback as well. Chris Felica, the bear checking in. He thinks uh, tomorrow they'll go Tennessee, one Georgia, two. Yeah. Resume. And that, I think that's what they'll do as well. And that's how I would have it. Remember, Georgia almost lost to Missouri. Two, two best wins. The win over Alabama and Tennessee and then Georgia's neutral site <laughs> shellacking of Oregon are the two best wins on anyone's resume. One, he yeah. says Tennessee won Georgia, too, is what he thinks. Okay. And then there, you see the uh, the survivor again. Uh, everyone got their pick in. But uh, the same gentleman, boy, that's tough, $6 million on the line. The guy had two entries left. He used the Colts and the Jags. Oh. And he goes out. And then the Colts blow a nine-point lead late at home. One had the Patriots, two on the Bills, two on the Titans. Put that You put that in too early with the Tannehill news. And then three on Seattle, four on Miami. As well. Karnak the Magnificent coming up. Great Halloween stories as well. Ronnie. Ronnie Palm. We always love the stories about Mike's dad. Happy Halloween. We'll get into that coming up next. Larry Bowen, 45 minutes. And Game 3 of the World Series and Monday Night Football coming up as well. Visa and Fall the Money. The Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Fall sports in full swing. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your home. All the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, basketball, or baseball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join them every week for great promotions, great house specials, Tuesday hockey, first goal insurance, Friday night college football, bet and get, Sunday football, parlay insurance, and more. Head to betrivers.com or download the app today at Bet Rivers. The whole new game. Happy Halloween. Uh, Mitch back tomorrow. I went all out. We went all out Thursday on the show. Uh, Mike did a great job today, and we'll tell you who he is coming up for the uh, younger viewers out there. But I just went with the Howling Wolf. Uh, not much here, and that didn't help you. You show up late to the show with the accident <laughs> as well. Okay, 
Tell people who you are. You look terrific, by the way, and this is the, get the Palm Reader shirt, too, when you come to visit. But tell people who you are and a little backstory here before we do the bit. Yeah, well, when Brent first started out this Palm Readers and the people that followed me and, and we were going to make a T-shirt and that marketing guru, Bill 80, said, you know, we need a logo. And I said, how about something, you know, like a, a fortune teller? I said, how about like Karnak? So Karnak the Magnificent was a character that Johnny Carson portrayed on The Tonight Show uh, and did it so beautifully with mm -hmm. Ed McMahon, a, a soucier, uh, a mystic from the East who could divine the answers. Now, these envelopes have been hermetically sealed and kept in a mayonnaise jar on Funk and Wagnall's <laughs> front porch uh, <laughs> since 8 p.m. last night. And uh, Paul will present the envelope. Obviously, I've never seen the question that's inside, but I will attempt to divine the answer. Okay. The first envelope, please. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The winners. The winners. Oh. <laughs> Who are the Detroit Lions playing next week? <laughs> you are correct, sir. <laughs> yes. John Paul II. Dove, Cliff Kingsbury. John Paul II, Dove, Cliff Kingsbury. Yes. Name a pope, a soap, and a dope. <laughs> Kathy Ireland, Tony Danza, Eddie Pinero. Kathy Ireland, Eddie Pinheiro. Name three people who pretended to be place kickers. <laughs> How does that happen? He's got to be looking for work. I mean, come see on. See his reaction? He was going to break down and when, cry. When missed the 30-yard field oh, goal. Oh, my God. You knew it was coming, too. Thanks. Unnecessary roughness? Unnecessary, you got Unnecessary it. Unnecessary roughness. Tony Dizzle was when the, the guy that was the garbage man that became the kicker for the Eagles. Was, was it? Yeah, yeah. There's a movie. That Disney okay. made that. All right. Yeah, Disney. I don't want to break character. Disney. You are correct. <laughs> Disney yeah. made that one. <laughs> Bungee jumping and a date with Antonio Brown. Bungee jumping and a date with Antonio Brown. Yes, sir. Name two things that end up with a jerk on your leg. <laughs> Another envelope, yes. A nickel. A nickel. A gray hair. A gray hair. Mike Davis. Mike Davis. What was found in Bobby Knight's chair? <laughs> Another envelope. 10-4. 10-4. What is the average halftime score of an Iowa football game? <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe the... 
They opened 31 and a half up to 37 and a half, but this. All right, the final envelope. The last envelope. Thank you. Thank you very much. Carnac the Magnificent. Thank you very much. Tyrannosaurus Rex. T-Rex. The Dodo Bird. Dodo Bird. The Westgate Super Contest. Westgate. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) T-Rex, Dodo Bird, Westgate. Name three things evolution took care of. Oh, (laughs) no. God. Here go. Great job. Thank you. Thank you, uh, it was Thank incredible. you Ed. We, with the, you, you got it. We miss uh, with Carson as well. Do you yeah. remember what you did for your first Halloween? I'm trying to remember. It might it might have been Darth Vader, some sort of Star that's what, Wars. That's what I did. Yeah. Some first sort time of Star here. Wars, yeah. stuff like that. My mother always took, took me out trick-or-treating. My father wanted to stay home. You know, he had very strong opinions on many things, and, and Halloween, <laughs> Halloween was among them. Uh... He he didn't believe that older kids should be participating, yeah. teenagers. So when the kids would come to the door, he'd have why, the little, why was kid, that? little kids come up. First. It was all about your kids. It's for the kids, for yeah. the little kids, not for not okay. for the punks. Okay, he'd have the little kids come. And then he'd ask them, "What's your age?" If they said thirteen or older, he said, "It's over. Get out of here. Tell them stop dressing up. It's for the little ones." That he was really, his line. He re- it's, it's over. over. He hated that. He hated teenagers going out. He said, <laughs> Bet- "Between twelve and twenty-five, you shouldn't be dressing up." And once you get office parties and stuff like that, it's all right. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, 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 break it down though. What was was he? Would you? Would they ever egg the house? Were people no, ticked no, off? Would no, they just? No. Would they accept the? Well, yeah, but you you walk up, you get a return empty-handed, no candy. Small town. He used to complain when I'd come home and I'd empty it out what I got. You know, yeah, you know. What, what, Criticize what, the other neighbors. I gave a dollar, a dollar, <laughs> dollar bill. He says a dollar bill. What is that going to buy you? I mean, <laughs> or they give out something healthy. He says Halloween oh, is not about no. health. You see you this, had these one of those debates people? now, Paul? Oh. I've heard about this three times now, about the small, fun-sized candy bars versus a big bar. Yeah. And there's there's the people that still, they're very few and far between, but the people that give out the big bar and their neighbors are coming up to them and say, stop giving out the big bar. Just give out the fun size. You're embarrassing everybody else. You know, and people are getting offended on both sides. That, that's the new thing. I can't believe the story. It's over. And once it's you hit over. 12, I'm not giving you no, candy he, he would, for the kids. Yeah, absolutely yeah. not. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I, I also love the critiquing what other people in the neighborhood would give you. That That's excellent. That, yeah, that he'd be that, excited sure. when I got home. Empty it out. Right. Put it on the table and he'd look. What do you Where'd want, you name? get that from? Right. Say, yeah, that's yeah, right. Absolutely. Who gave you this? Who <laughs> gave you apples? Why would you get an apple? Right. It's like the story with the neighbor. With the with the water, wasn't the water? Oh yeah, and the, water. Did. I heard six, something. Did. Six weeks, three dollars. Didn't cover his water bill. I lugged that thing all the way from our side. The spigot was on the far side of the house. I had to lug it all the way around. It was something. Dad, I heard something. Did you hear that crash? <laughs> Sit down. Three dollar tip. Sit down. Remember that? Clean it's the like place. Seven out. years later. What, what did the cops say? Seven years later. We didn't hear anything. Right. They came and they said, did you hear anything? No. 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 We were asleep. Clean the whole place up. We were sure. asleep. Well, Eight cough, o'clock. Cough up some money. NYPD Blue. Absolutely. That's great. Oh, man. Uh, the Did you think, going back, that very good with the Karnak. Did you think this was possible, how you would just dominate the contest? And oh, I went able- one and four. So there wasn't a dominating week. Although, Wake Forest coach, if you watch that game, I had the under there. It's, it's 34 to 10. Yeah. Okay. Wake Forest, uh, Florida State got the ball on their own seven yard line with eight minutes to go, made five first downs. They couldn't take a knee and run out the clock. Wake Forest called timeout down 34 10. Then once they started calling timeout, they shoved it in the end zone, pushed the game over. So, but one and four. Um, Why J- did Northwestern play? 
Which, it was, I mean, you've been on an incredible heater. but This Iowa offense is yeah, so you bad. Thought you were, okay. So, so bad. And Northwestern's, you know, they slowed down Maryland. I know it was a backup quarterback, but he's highly yeah. touted. They slowed down. They were up by 10 right before the half against against Maryland. And it's just a play against Iowa. I just think Iowa's so mundane, their offense. Yeah. I thought it was too many points. But you, like you said, in the first quarter, you knew you were in big trouble. And then the one drive yeah. Northwestern had, they had it on the 14-yard line. They called a holding and got sacked twice and punted. That was that was the end of it. The second half, no shot. No shot at all. But anyhow, yeah. uh, Salinas, James Salinas, former, also like me, a former host here on the network, he uh, he has the under 45 in the Bengals-Browns game tonight. If he hits that, uh, I'll be two and a half points ahead of him. I think uh, or, or I think I'm uh, I think I'm uh, Probably two points ahead of him. I'm three points ahead of him now. If he loses that game, Chuck Edel's technically in first, and I'm two and a half ahead of Chuck. Okay. Yeah. And then Bear is a point behind Chuck. So those are the top three in the contest. Salinas, uh, Bear, and Chuck Edel. Does Derek still think survivors go into the end? All the way. He always believes that. Yeah. And he also believes that you're going to get 6,000 entries, 4,000, all that too. But well, he's eternally hopeful. Yeah. 4,000 and circa millions. I got to check on the guy that was yeah. 0 15 in the th- in the oh, second that's quarter. Right. Uh, let's look that up on the break and see yeah. what, see if he's still winless in the second okay. quarter. That on the other side, and here, good night in sports. Monday night football, a stat you won't believe on the Bengals and Browns head to head matchup going back in Game Three of the World Series. A starting pitcher who's gone five innings since October first. The breakdown and the props coming up next. Visa and Follow the Money, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. 
And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.